Haven't you heard? A queen is on the rise. Wear a mini hat so she can open up your eyes. Join the convo, the podcast is lit. Cop a pen to the spice up your fit, yeah. She's a producer, you can vibe to a remix. She do the most, but she ain't come to do the least. Whether it's the combo or the music you want, find it all here at tttalks.com. Come and stimulate your mind with tttalks. Promise you'll never fall behind when tttalks. The knowledge you're seeking, you can find when tttalks.com. So come on and get with tttalks, yeah. Peace, family. It's your girl, TT from TT Talks. Some of y'all call it Titty Talks. <laughs> so glad to be back behind the mic again to bring you some more bomb content. As per usual, I've been in these streets traveling and working on this content. So happy that 2020 has arrived. Yes, I'm feeling good. The energy is good. I know people have been kind of poking fun at the 2020 vision uh, uh, commentary that people have, but it's real. That's how it's feeling. That's how the energy's feeling. So. You know, I went I went live a couple weeks ago and I just wanted to share some thoughts uh, with y'all about 2020. So check it out. What does 2020 look for, look like for you? That's a great question. 2020 is exact vision. Vision, 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 vision. If you are not clear about your purpose and who you are, 2020 is going to eat your ass alive. I'm just telling you now. I'm telling you this is what Spirit told me. They're going to eat you alive. If, if you are on purpose and you have vision and you know what you want to do and you're clear and you're organized and you got your plan in the other, 2020 is going to be so good to you. 2020 is going to is going to reward the people with vision. And it's going to mercilessly drag the people who do not have it. And that's all I got to say. Uh, but I slid down to ATL on New Year's Eve to party at Cuckoo Room with my brother Taye, the wild African. Y'all remember him from episode 15. DJ E-Class was on the ones and the twos. We had a, had a ball, had a good time. I then went to sleep for like 45 minutes, hopped on a plane, flew to New York to be in the place with my Bonfire Radio fam for TK in the AM's 1,001st show. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that shit? 1,001st show. That's crazy. This is TT Talks episode 27, right? 1,001. That is so awesome to me. Uh, but I got a chance to chop it up with the fam TK and Conscious over a bowl of soup jumo. And uh, that was just an amazing time. We talked about uh, top 2019 news stories, uh, thoughts about the Kevin Hart special, the biggest glow ups of the decade. Uh, affirmations going into 2020 and so much more. Uh, I'm going to play a, a few snippets for y'all because that's how good it was. I, I just want y'all to experience what was happening uh, on TK in the AM on New Year's Day. Summer Walker, the young lady that... Summer, don't touch me. She, she's, she said, you know, I'm out here doing these meet and greets, but I don't want these people to touch me. And because I have anxiety and also because I don't want these people to touch me. Yeah. You know, what if she had to draw a hard line on that? Right. You know? Yeah. Right. And she may just need some access to like some resources that can help her be able to manage right. the level of energy that's coming. You know yes. what I mean? Because, you know, I got, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a juju woman. So, you know, <laughs> if I'm in a space where I'm going to be around a lot of people and a lot right. of energy, man, I'm all smoked up, prayed up. I got yeah, oils on. I got soaps to clean off with. When I get back to the house, yes. I'm not bringing your shit back in my house. Yes. And so maybe she just needs them type of, you know, strategies right. and those type of things. Can I add one thing for oh, 2019? Add, add it, add it, add it. 2019 year of return Ghana. 
Ooh. Yes. That was a big deal. They just did 126 African Americans just got their Ghanaian citizenship. Right. Um so yeah, that's a, that was a huge thing. So what? You just deal. show up and they just give you a citizenship? It is not like that. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, like what? They just let Absolutely motherfuckers in? Absolutely no. TG biggest glow up or by anyone, oh, anything, any moment. Decade. I had, I had two of them. One give of it the, to the first one was uh, Mike Tyson. Yo, what? the Mike Tyson things. glow up man. He in the last decade and he just he seems so at peace. Yeah. With his past, things that have life that have humbled him, mm. you know, and um, he just seems like he's in a really good place, man. He looks healthy. He's vegan, eating all plant based. Mm-hmm. Still, still, still looks like he's 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 doing good from a physical standpoint. Right. He's got big business going on with his with his marijuana business. He's doing like uh, he's getting into like marijuana tourism, yeah. and taking people on tours and stuff. And it seems to be something he's really passionate about. Right. Um, and he just, I don't know. He's in a good place creating some dope content. You know, he's got his podcast. Yeah. He did his one man show. Oh, that was so good. Which was, was phenomenal. So to be there live to see that. Yeah, I would have loved to have yeah. seen, to, to have seen that, but it was really phenomenal. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm just really proud of Mike. You know, he's doing his thing and, um, you know, shout out to hemp. Hemp got to glow up. Hemp. In the last decade. Yeah. up. Cannabis. Everything. Everything is all about CBD oil now. CBD. This shit don't even have CBD oil in it, but it's got CBD oil in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they say. We- I do a lot of things. I'm a physical therapist. I'm a massage therapist. I'm an educator. I'm a doula. I'm a photographer. I'm a music producer. I'm a writer. I do a whole yes, bunch of yes, stuff. Yes. And one time people were just always telling me, because it's hard to tag me down, you're always doing the most. You always do the most. You're always doing the most. And one time I was just like, God damn it, I didn't come here to do the least. Right? It's like I took it and I trademarked it. I didn't come here to do the lease. Mm. Mm. So I have, I didn't come here to do the lease pins for all of you. I brought them for y'all. So we could take that energy into 2020. My ancestors didn't send me here to do the lease. My family wow. didn't put everything they put into me for me to do the least. Facts. We're here to do the most. Right. Yeah. 2020, you didn't come yeah. here to do the least. Oh, yeah. Woo. That's on my sweatshirt every single day. I didn't come here to do the facts and your and your face and on my listen. TT is all day down to the socks all day, every day. So make sure you look up and subscribe to TK in the AM on bonfireradio.com. You can find them on Spreaker.com, all the streaming platforms. Um, Next up, I will be in D.C. I will be in the Atlanta area as well as Charleston, South Carolina. So stay tuned for bomb content coming from that. Um, The upcoming TT Talks episode is an amazing interview I did in Kigali, Rwanda with my sister, Dominique Alonga. She is a co-host of Breaking Silence's podcast and creator of the Imagine We Rwanda publishing company. So y'all don't want to miss that. Uh, I got some new TT Talk sweatshirts that will be available for pre-order in the next few weeks. You've been seeing me wear them on social media and soon you will be able to have them as well. They are super fly, so stay tuned and grab you one or two. Also, make sure you subscribe to the TT Talks YouTube channel. Hit the notifications bell and enjoy the content. Please like, follow, subscribe, share if you are enjoying the content. We content creators need all of that, all right? Um, You can meet me on the interwebs by 
going to TT Talks group and fan page on Facebook, at TT Talks on IG, Miss, that's MS, TT Talks on Twitter, Miss TT Talks at gmail.com for email. You can also shoot me a text on 850-509-1194. If you want to do business or talk about how I can host your event or be a guest on your show or do some beats and instrumentals for your content, etc., etc. I am super accessible, so just hit me up. Last but not least, you can also join TT Talks on Patreon.com. Please consider being a patron. In order for me to ramp up this content, I will definitely need everyone's help. And I promise I got some fantastic, valuable things in store. All right. So here we are, episode 27. Y'all know I be all over the country and all over the world, but I love chopping it up with my Tallahassee fam for show. Today's guest is my brother, Jonathan Kelly. I was first introduced to this brother years ago as the MC Pyro Picasso, and he then evolved into Jay Kelly. Now he's doing his thing as an inspirational speaker, entrepreneur, and financial educator. We had a chance to chop it up about generational wealth and so much more. Y'all enjoy. It's your girl TT from TT Talks. I'm chilling at my house for once. And uh, I had to do, I just had to, I had to rep the hometown real quick. I had to rep the 850 Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, bring a beautiful brother in, um, doing just some fantastic things in the community. And I, I, I'm, it, you know, between our schedules, it's like herding cats, but we were, we were able to make it happen. <laughs> Um, so I just wanted to to bring brother Jonathan Kelly on, yo. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. Um, I don't know if you know this story. This is how this is how I found out about this brother. I used to work with his cousin. I used to work with Devin mm-hmm. at the hospital because we're both physical therapists, and um, we were. I was listening to my uh, my homeboy Honest English uh, yeah, hip hop album. Yeah, Honest. Yep. So me and Devin were going back and forth. He was like, yo, your boy, Honest is dope. He's like, hey, I got to show you my cousin. I got his name, Pyro Picasso. And I was just like, okay, word, because I'm always interested in hearing what's going on. I love hip hop and everything. I do a little music production too. So I was like, okay, word. So he let me hear some of your stuff. And I was like, yo, he's dope, man. I like his energy. He's like, yeah, man, follow him on all the stuff, on all the stuff. So that's how I ended up following you. And then I put two and two together because I used to see you at Verizon all mm-hmm. the time. Yep. And um, so I've been following his brother for a couple of years on social media, and he is just rolling out all kind of cool stuff. You know, he started off, I know, as an athlete here, mm-hmm. um, playing ball for FAMU. Yep. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, talk talk a little bit about that. Talk like, about that, how, okay, how okay. That? All right, well, I, um, I played basketball at FAMU from 2002 to 2006. Um, I was on the team that won the MEAC championship and played in the NCAA tournament. That's what's up. Which we were, I think, the only team in history to actually win a game in the tournament um, when we beat Lehigh, but that was 2004. And I played those four years, graduated in 2006, had a great time. Uh, You know, I was on a full scholarship, so just the whole student athlete thing, that was me. That's what's up. That's what's up. And listen, I be seeing them. <laughs> I think you were hooping on a cruise ship or something. Oh, yeah. You yeah. was lighting it up. It's like every time I turn around, I was like, dang, he was wet. That yeah. Day, he was I just post, I post videos every now and then just, yeah. to, let, just to remind people. You know, <laughs> just, just to let them know. <laughs> don't forget. Know. I may be doing some other business stuff, but don't you but, ever forget. But, but this is still where it started. On yes. The court. 
I love it. I love it. I, and I played, you know, I didn't play in college, but mm -hmm. I played high school ball too. And I, I've always loved basketball. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's just, that's just dope to me. I like ballers. Mm -hmm. Ballers, ballers is, ballers life, man. Yeah. So, um, but then it evolved into like music. Like, did you mm -hmm. always do music or was it uh, something you so, got into later? So I started doing music really. I won't even say started doing, I just started writing. I was always a writer. Got it. So I started writing music in the ninth grade and I can remember the ninth grade specifically because me and my friends would always have these battles at like lunchtime or whatever. Any 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 break <laughs> right, like PE right. class, we'd sit outside and just either freestyle or be like, who can write the best verse? You yeah, know, and we yeah, would yeah. do that. And to me, that was interesting because I've always been um creative with with my ideas and words and wanting to come up with something different and clever yeah, and clever, way, you yeah. know, way to put it. But that turned into, you know, in ninth grade, I didn't have no studio, I didn't have a microphone, computer, nothing. When I got to college, so 2002, um, I met somebody who had a microphone, computer, all that stuff, and then I started recording with him. Mm, so mm -hmm. we just started making music, and then my, um, me and my uh, teammate at the time, we actually came together, formed our little group, our little duo, and we would just literally record wherever we could. I had a, really a cheap microphone. It was, it was so basic and cheap. <laughs> I mean, garbage microphone. When I look back on it, horrible. Yeah, yeah. So we had that cheap microphone. <laughs> I don't even know if we, did we have headphones? Maybe not even headphones. It was just really like, just to say we did something. Yeah. You know, yeah. but that's how we started. And then from there, I got better, got better equipment, um, better knowledge and learned more, you know. Mm -hmm. But I came from humble beginnings when I was doing music. It was rough at first. I love it. But mm -hmm. you know, I love the stuff you put out. So at the at the end of this show, you're gonna have to send me something, just something hot. Yeah. And and, and and I play that and I mm -hmm. play it at the end of the show. I usually just, you know, drop artists on my podcast sometimes yeah. from all over the diaspora. So yeah, shoot me something. It's gonna be a surprise. Mm -hmm. Y'all figure it out at the end of the show. It's gonna be dope, I guarantee that, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and and then it kind of evolved. You kind of are you do, are you still doing music or is that kind of? So I don't do music anymore yeah. because I I really found that my calling and passion really is you know motivational speaking, yeah. financial literacy, mm -hmm. and just overall teaching and developing. You know that's my real calling and passion. Mm -hmm. But music, I still I still like music. Sure, I just don't sure. I don't record songs. I don't go to the studio. I don't. Um, I don't really focus on that part of it anymore. Yeah. Um, like if somebody asked me to come feature on a song or something, I would probably do that just because I'm not trying to push my own stuff and, you know, yeah. get out there and make an album anymore. Cause right. for one, I realized how much it takes to do just the time, energy, patience mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. really do that type of thing. That's and I don't focus. and I don't have the focus. Yeah. Yeah. And you really have to, you know, to put out a good quality project. My last one. My last good quality real project I put out was Controlled Substance, and that was really like a lot of people loved it. It was really good, but that took you know all of about a year. You know, and yeah. it's just like, do I really want to do that again and again and again? Yeah. So I had to start being real with myself, looking at my age, mid thirties. I'm like, I'm not trying to. I mean, I'm not gonna be a, a, a one of these rappers that's you know these young rappers that come out and blow up and this and that. So I'm like, it's gonna take time and mm -hmm. I don't wanna take that time to focus on that when I can do the other things that Word. really are more profitable. Absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. You gotta be, particularly when your husband, mm -hmm. your father, mm -hmm working got multiple you know business ventures going on and you just you have to be really selective Strategic. about where your energy yeah. and your focus is going mm -hmm. and so i mean i get that that's that's what's up um but his is i'm really i'm really intrigued now because he's got 
um, this financial literacy education on mm-hmm. um, going on um, under his brand. And, you know, I know we've kind of briefly chatted a little bit about Forex and, mm-hmm. and stock trading. And, and um, I've read a little bit about real estate, you know, mm-hmm. talk about some of those things that you have going on, like, because those are um, important, mm-hmm. like, like that type of ownership, that type of knowledge, using other people's money to, mm, to, yeah. to do what you need to do collecting assets and kind yep. of reducing them liabilities like the basics you know you're doing a quadrant you yep. know yep. and it's just quadrant. keeping everything just basic so that you know we can have some better uh, financial understanding so talk a little bit about what you do with that yeah so what i do really is i just break it down very mm-hmm. simple mm-hmm. plain um when i talk to people right like so far i'm focusing on trying to reach colleges right yeah so i've been to tcc famu I'm going back to TCC in three weeks to nice. talk with them again. They actually spoke with the dean a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She wants me to speak with the athletes, so I'm meeting with the athletic director. She wants me to do a kind of like workshops, workshops with some classes that she's working with and some um, some kind of group that she's working with. But then in the fall, so I guess right now for uh, FAMU, mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing something for homecoming. Nice. I'm going to be working with journalism. Um, and their students. So it's gonna be a lot of things that I'm doing with school, but I really just show people that, okay, you can be you can be young, black, and and understand finances. You don't have to wait until you're yeah. 40, 50, 60, yeah. and retired to worry about money. That's right. Because my goal is to flip it and do the opposite. I wanna mm-hmm. be in my 30s not worrying about money. There you go. I wanna be in my 40s not worrying about money. Hello. Not work 30, 40 years to retire and then say, I hope I got some retirement. Yeah. You know, because while you were working those years, you might've been saving, but you weren't investing. Mm -hmm. And people don't know the difference. So my job really, my calling is to just show people what I've done and what I'm doing daily, weekly, monthly to generate income and create wealth. Because really wealth is when you don't have to um, answer to anybody. Wealth is when you you have financial freedom. Mm -hmm. I was just telling my friend the other day, he's in Dallas, he's, probably what am I 35 he, he might be 28 29 and he actually quit his job as an engineer mm. he was making good money as an engineer mm-hmm. but he didn't have time mm-hmm. so if you're working 12 14 hour days but you're making good money it's not benefiting you if you if you don't right. get to enjoy it right so what does he do become a real estate investor yeah bought three houses in uh three properties that he rents in Dallas he's in Atlanta right now trying to buy two more then he is going to oh and he's also a forex trader as well mm-hmm. so he makes money from trading and real estate that pays for everything else he's financially free he mm-hmm. he, he says my friends don't get it they're like how are you always traveling he said, yeah <laughs> you know yeah. because because you can do that when you yeah. have the freedom absolutely so my goal is just to show people another way yeah. you know it's, it's nothing wrong with college yeah nothing wrong with getting a degree i tell yeah. people all the time like for you, you got a degree in physical therapy. That's smart. That's a physical therapy. That's specific. Mm-hmm. Not just like me, for example. I got a degree in journalism. I don't use that. It's tons of people that have yeah. degree degrees in history. Yeah. Journalism. Like, what are you doing with it? Nothing. Right. If you don't do nothing with it, what'd you just do? You wasted a lot of time and money. Mm-hmm. You know, unless you're going for medical, um, some kind of like lawyer or or you go to engineering or you're doing mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. specifically for that field where you have to get a degree. Yeah. You know, lots yeah. of people get degrees for nothing and then turn around like, man, I'm in debt. Yeah. Oh, and I need a job. <laughs> you know, That's so I, right I just there. want to show people another way. Like there is another way than being in debt and going to school if you don't want to or don't have the money. You right. Can, you can learn these other things. It don't take anything 
to become a trader or a uh, mm -hmm. real estate investor or even, you know, a realtor. So yeah, and I tell people mm -hmm. all the time, like, if you have a young adult, you know, 17, 18, 19, they're kind of at that age where the transition to college. If you see an ounce of hesitation, if they look like they drag and they feed on it, they look like they maybe don't want to do it. Don't force them. Don't force them. Don't force it. There's nothing wrong with going to school at 25 if that's what right. you want to do. Right. You, you can know, always go. You can always go. You can always go. Um, but what you don't want to do is you don't want to send a young person into college and they don't want to be it. there and they don't value it. They, they don't they're understand gonna bullshit why. around. Yeah. They're not going to want to get up, go mm -hmm. to the classes. They're not going to want to study, build the relationships with the professors and all of that. College is great. Um, but it is also horrible if yeah. that ain't what you're destined to do. <laughs> and then and then you end up dropping out anyway. If that's mm -hmm. really not what you want to be there mm -hmm. for, you're going to be miserable. You are. So, yeah. You are. And then you're going to be trying to chase the degree after that because you feel like you, you, you quote unquote, failed because you didn't complete it. Sometimes if you didn't complete it, you need to let that shit die. Let, let and go. go and do something else. Yeah. You know, you don't have to feel like you have to complete that, you know. Um, so I, I, that's why I really appreciate it um, because not everybody can articulate it mm -hmm. and, and not everybody can um, have the ear of people to, mm -hmm. to, to where people want to listen to it. So, mm -hmm. you know, you got you to gotta listen to this brother, you got to follow this brother. And, and not just that, develop your own financial literacy curriculum. I listen to so many things. Mm -hmm. You probably do too. Uh, you probably read num numerous books, books, articles, videos. To the, listen you, to other experts exactly. and people in that field. You have to. Exactly. That's the only way that you're going to be able to do. You can't read one or two books, follow one or two people on social media and think that you're going to be financially free. Right. That ain't going to get it. <laughs> That ain't gonna cut it. You're gonna have to really, really, really invest your energy, your time, and your talents. Um, and whatever it is that you wanna do, mm -hmm. whether it's hip hop, whether it's athletics, whether it's uh, entrepreneurship, building mm -hmm. a business, building a brand, you're gonna have to risk it for the biscuit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I just, I really appreciate what you're bringing. I'm really excited about um, your brand though, mm -hmm. Live to Create. It's, y'all gotta, gotta go on YouTube. Because you have a couple of shows. Like, you have an actual show, Yeah, yeah. Right? I have the Live to Create show, uh -huh. which is a YouTube channel for, um, I call it Educate, Motivate, and Create, where I talk to people similar to what you do. Yeah. Um, and interesting people that are doing things in throughout the world, community, Word. wherever. And um, I love to interview them because it gives me a chance and, you know, to kind of showcase what they're doing to the world and let people see you know, another idea or another way that they might not have thought of before, mm -hmm. depending on what, what it is that they do. And I also have Lil to Create Clothing, which is a, um, right now it's just shirts, mm -hmm. t-shirts, but each shirt has a specific, powerful meaning and story behind it. Nice. So on the website, livetocreateclothing.com, like the shirts all mean something. Like one of them is purpose plus passion equals profit, mm. right? One of them is, so it just says Live to Create, Another one says, stay hungry, be humble. Mm -hmm. You know, um, another one says, asset uh, asset before liabilities. Mm -hmm. Just stuff like that, that, you know, I feel like is, is a, it's a message. Yeah. It's, a, it's yeah. a powerful message and I want people to see it. I got another one that says, athlete turned entrepreneur. I love it. You know, that's my, that, that's how I feel like I want to be presented is yes, I am a former athlete that played college, that played ball, but guess what? I found out that I wasn't just ball. I wasn't basketball. I was a 
entrepreneur. I was, uh, you know, I knew, I found out that I was great at networking. I just didn't know it. I was great yeah. at talking to people, communicating. Mm -hmm. But you don't know these things when all you focus on is one thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know? I love it. I love it. And so talk about like some of your real estate. Like mm -hmm. how, how did how did you even get into real estate? How did you even stumble into that? Was so it? so real estate was 100% my wife's fault. That was that that was all her. <laughs> and the reason why is before I met her, I had I didn't own a house, I didn't buy any real estate. Um I didn't know much about real estate. Now when I met her fast forward 2009, I met I meet her. She's a realtor. She owns her own uh, real estate company, so she's a broker and I'm learning just from seeing what she does and then she's like we need to buy property i'm like yeah we do at that point i didn't own anything first thing i bought townhouse mm -hmm. when i bought the townhouse we were living somewhere else we were renting that out so little did i know that was my first investment process property mm -hmm. when they left we sold our house moved into that one mm -hmm. so i owned one house we we moved into it had our son got too small left that place moved into a fixer upper mm -hmm. so bought my second house fixer upper in Killarne, um, lived in that for three years while we rented out the other one. Mm -hmm. Fast forward, oh, I don't wanna skip anything. Third house, bought that one right around the corner from my second house, but we didn't live in it. We just fixed it up and flipped it. Mm -hmm. So that was my first real flip. Mm. Okay, the next year, sold the second house I was living in for that I lived in for three years. And because you live in it for three years, this is something a lot of people don't know. Once you stay in a primary residence for two years, you don't pay capital gains on it. So what mm -hmm. I mean by that is, if you may, if you have a house that you bought for a hundred, you sell it for two hundred, you have equity of a hundred thousand. If you live in it after two more than two years, that's all your money. You don't pay taxes on it. Mm -hmm. Before two years, mm -hmm. you got to pay taxes. Right. And they, and they hit you over the head with taxes. So yeah. Any time you live in a house, just stay in it for two years and call it your primary residence because. If you do sell it, you don't have to pay taxes. So, okay. but that's another thing. So that's what we did. Sold it. Um, third house sold. From there, I bought another house, but that one was a bigger flip. Uh, flip, not flip, but fixer upper. Took a lot longer than we thought, um, but we finally got into it, and that's where we're at now. And our fourth house, and it's a lot nicer and better than the other ones, and it's just a great, a great spot. But that one's gonna have the most equity in it eventually once we sell it. Right. Right, mm -hmm. right, right. That's what's up. So that's and how the real estate thing is. I love it. And you just and it's, you don't you don't jump in. You never jump into uh, still water with two feet. You right. always build up, build up, yeah. build up. So that's why I'm always so interested in in what this brother's saying because you know the spot I'm in right now. Um, I've been in here for probably nine years now. Okay. And so I'm actually trying to. Uh, you you rent know, you rent this one or you own it? I own it. You own it. Okay, mm -hmm. good. So I'm trying to actually um, figure out what I want to do with it. I don't know if I want to Airbnb it. I don't know if I want to rent it. Right there. Airbnb. Yes, yes you do. Okay. I'll that, tell you why. Talk to me. So now we're talking Airbnb. First time we were talking about um, flips, uh, buying homes, traditional rentals, but Airbnb is where it's at. Mm. And um, so the the first place that I bought that I was telling you about. Um, I wanted to sell it last year, the year before, but with that place, when I bought it, I bought it for like 124, and now it's only worth like 75. Yeah. So I'm not gonna sell it and have right. to be a short sale. Right. So what do we do? We say, hmm, we could put it on Airbnb and try it out. So for the last year, we've had it on Airbnb with a mortgage of 950. 
I'm able to pay that with no problem because I'm making three to four thousand a month just from Airbnb mm. off one little three bedroom, two bath mm-hmm. house, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, this is good. Me and my wife go to these little um, meetings or whatever, these real estate investor meetings, and people are like, um, how did y'all do the Airbnb thing? So my wife tells them, next thing you know, three people are like, can you manage ours? Mm. So it turned in from us doing my own, just on Airbnb, doing it myself to now they want us to manage. Mm. So it grew a lot faster just, than we thought. Yeah, into something so else. it grew from one, from one to one guy had three, so that's four. Then one, two, three, three more people, that's six. So seven properties we were managing all within a span of about two or three months. And we get 20% of that. Yeah. So residual and passive income, we, I tell people, I don't care about the money, like as far as an amount. I just want multiple streams of income. Yes. So my goal is seven streams of income. I don't care how I get them. I just need seven different streams. Mm -hmm. And I want half of them to be, not even half of them. I want most of them to be um, passive and residual income on the right side of the cash flow quadrant, right? Right, right. So check this out. That grows from there. We other it's, it's just word of mouth from there people tell people somebody else finds out post something on facebook now we're at by next month september we should be at 15 to 17 mm-hmm. properties managing love it so at the end of the day it's going to come a point where i'm like we're just going to do this full time yeah because if it's bringing in let's say ten thousand or better a month and we don't own not one of those properties. Hello. We don't have to own nothing. That's where the power is. This it's just like any other big company, Uber, Airbnb, yeah, they Amazon. Don't the they don't people don't realize yeah. they don't own none of that stuff. Look at Uber Eats. It's mm-hmm. the smartest thing ever. Mm-hmm. They get regular people to hop in their car and pick up food for other people. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. They get people to go get food from BJ's bring it back to their car, drop it off somewhere else and go do it again and again. They duplicate it across the country. That's that's amazing. It but is. that's what that's the power the internet and yes. phones and apps can give us. And yes. people not tapping into that, man. Like the more I think about it, it's just like it's not hard. No. If if somebody wants to go make money, get creative, learn how to think, grind, solve a problem. That's it. Mhm. You know, and that's really what we did was we solved the problem of we knew people who had properties they did not want to manage it. We'll manage it. Mm-hmm. We'll do it. Don't don't worry. Sit back and collect the check. I needed people with properties. We got the property. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's just like people out there have something that you need and you have something they need. Yeah. Yes. And this is why you need to listen. <laughs> this is why you need to listen. You know, people, people always talking. They're talking, talking, talking about what they're going to do, what they finna do. Sometimes you just need to take a year or two and just shut up mm-hmm. and just absorb yeah. information. Just like you said, you were at, you know, real estate classes, real estate mm-hmm. development, you know, you know, get togethers and whatever. You just need to make sure that you are in the spaces where people are trying to make some things happen mm-hmm. and people are actively making things happen. Um, and this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have the brother on the show, because I, I really like and admire the type of work that he's doing. Um, just trying to forge a new path. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I tell people all the time, Tallahassee is the gem of the South. I don't care what anybody says. You know, there's so much really interesting things that are happening in, in Tallahassee. And very interesting um, people who are really doing a lot of wonderful things, mm-hmm. business-wise, really doing their thing, grinding, doing their thing in the entertainment sphere, mm-hmm. in the entrepreneurship sphere, in the 
um, even in social media and, and different types of digital media um, and, and visual media and music. And so I'm just like, hey, I'm in full support. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Um, where, where do you see like Live to Create? Like mm-hmm. how, how you see how that's going to evolve in the future? So my goal is to honestly just be kind of like a, mm, I'm trying to see if I can describe it really like just a public figure entrepreneur um kind of like a bunch of people mix if i had yeah. to combine people i would say like a jay-z because i'm loving the stuff that he's doing mm-hmm. with the community but also real estate clothing brands mm-hmm. like he even has you know the ace of spades all that stuff just the different businesses that he's tapped yeah. into i don't want to limit myself to anything that's why i try to you know stay diverse in the real estate the clothing the um the uh multimedia stuff like instagram social media and uh youtube because my goal ultimately is to get paid from youtube instagram Mm -hmm. real estate clothing all of these different things you know and then you know to just run run like to oversee everything and run it and not be the one day to day having to punch the clock clock in this and that you know because that we're all people who do that we're all in a rat race you know and yeah. it, and, and eventually it's gonna end yeah what are you gonna do when it ends when that money when you stop clocking in and you can't make money mm. that's gonna be the problem you know mm. it's already a problem but people don't think that far ahead yeah i'm trying to i'm really trying to like i tell people i'm gonna retire before i'm 40 yeah they're like what do you mean you're gonna retire I say that before all the time. they don't get it because in they their in their understand. mind they're like, you can't. You can't retire until you're mm-hmm. wh- however old, 50, 60, something. And I'm like, no, that's just what you're told. You can retire whenever when you you're want. ready. You can <laughs> not not when they tell yeah. you to. Like, yes. you know, so it's just a changing of the mindset, um, changing the mindset and this paradigm that 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 we've had and we've been taught since we were kids. Go to school, get an education, get a job, work the rest of your life, retire, then you know vacation and do all this so no I think I'm gonna do it now while I'm nice and healthy yeah instead of when I'm 60 and 70 I don't know what I'm gonna be yeah I don't even know I don't know how long you know I'm gonna live yeah so why would I think that to worry about what I'm gonna do then do it yeah. now do it now so just try to live in the present you know and just and be and be more present with the with myself with my family with with everybody absolutely yeah. absolutely and how do you like your whole brand and your vision like how what are you like trying to instill into like your children because you have two boys mm-hmm. two beautiful boys and 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 what do you like teaching them at their because what are their ages seven and four seven and four mm-hmm. so like what are you like imparting to them at seven and four of, yeah. of like you know what daddy does you know what i mean yeah so what i do is i i do little things with them like i take them to the bank with me mm-hmm. um i teach them about money but on a small scale like that they can understand. Yeah. Like for example, at six, my son knew what assets were. He knew what liabilities were. Mm-hmm. He knew what appreciation was mm-hmm. and he knew what depreciation was. Mm. It's lots of grownups that don't understand yeah. that. And cause they don't know yeah. the difference between an asset and a liability or depreciation, appreciation. They, they don't know the difference. So I wanted to make sure he knew something like that. I take him to the bank, let him know how deposits work, withdrawals, where the money goes, all this stuff. Just things that parents don't teach kids because they think, oh, they're too young. They're, they're, they're too little. Right. You know, they're no, they're not. They're they, not. they understand when you tell them. You just yeah. gotta break it down. But, um, you know, let them know what it looks like to, to, to be an entrepreneur, yeah. to run businesses, to let them know you don't always have to 
um, think like an employee. Think like a boss. Think like the CEO. Yeah. You know, think about the overall idea that you're trying to portray, the message, the plan, you know, not just um, clocking in for somebody, you know. And it's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that because I do that right now. But guess what? Yeah. I have five other side hustles and businesses that I do to basically where I tell people at work, I'm like, I literally keep this job so that I have benefits. Sure. Yeah. I have my 401k. Yeah. I have my health insurance, life insurance, all that stuff. So that, and I have a steady paycheck, but it's it's not making a difference, you know? Yeah. I keep that job to basically just so that my family's straight. I tell people all the time, uh, Adrian, if I didn't have kids and a wife, I'd have been quick and, and do my own thing. Yeah. Cause I don't need that as much as I would rather just push and just grind, you know, doing yeah. something else. I know that's right. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. And that's Time wonderful. is everything. <laughs> Listen, I was just telling somebody, I was like, uh, my my job is interfering with my work. You know mm, what I mean? I like that. <laughs> you know Man, what I mean? And so things, I yeah. love and I and I, I love being a physical therapist and I do some stuff under my own business independently. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm at the hospital, got me some shorts, <laughs> you know, for 401k, you know, all that stuff. And um, but you know, other things are evolving. You mm-hmm. know, people hit me up all the time, you know, paying for beats. I'm in the process of writing a book right now, you know, mm. and that's gonna, you know, create some things. Um, you know, doing a lot of digital media stuff, mm-hmm. producing a lot of content, and um, really just rolling something out, doing some merchandise. Merchandise yeah. did real dope this year. And then sometimes I'll moonlight, do a little, I'll teach a course at FAMU or something, or, okay. um, you know, I'm a massage therapist too. So, you know, people come in and get a massage or, or I'll oh, do you, a You own it too, huh? Man, you got a lot listen, of side hustles. You I, doing it. Listen, I'm trying to be out here just to yeah. be able to be able to move freely. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I tell people all the time, black people have always been global people. We've always been mobile around this world. We've always been everywhere around mm-hmm. this world. And so we kind of um, need to kind of change our mindset so that we can continue to be able to move mm-hmm. you know how we want to and we can't be we can't move how we want to unless we have some capital right you got to have some capital you got to have some assets you got to have a way to take care of yourself and your family mm-hmm. um and in order to do that you gotta it's a skill right you got to be skilled you know and if you want to be skilled you got to study you got to right. practice you got to uh, be humble enough to learn from somebody. You know, you know, you can't be one of the people that think you know every damn know thing. Know everything, right? You can't do that. You know, you gotta humble yourself. You ain't, mm-hmm. you know. Sometimes you gotta be the chief, and sometimes you gotta be Indian. You gotta sit down somewhere. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, I'm just, I'm on board with what you're doing. I love the support. What, what, you know, Black folks and brothers is doing yeah. in the community. We get a lot of. Uh, we, we get a lot of, we get an earful, particularly from the sisters about what, what these brothers ain't doing. They right, ain't, right. they ain't, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't. Okay, yeah. that's great. You know, you may have an ax to grind, whatever, but you, you got to balance it out. Mm-hmm. You got to talk about what brothers are doing out here. You know, you got, and, and sisters too. Everybody is out here really just trying to make it, really just trying to do some things. And so I had this brother on the show that he could can share his message. He's got a um he he's growing his audience, he's growing his brand, he's doing his thing. And um, you know, TZ gotta stay talking. I love to run my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so so let everybody know, um, just on the end, just run all your 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 social content, all yeah. your social media, your website, your mm-hmm. YouTube, everything. Yeah, so uh once again I'm Jonathan Kelly. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Live to Create. Um, which is L-I-V-E underscore the number two and the word create. Um, that's Instagram and Twitter. YouTube 
it is just the live to create show i have a lot of really good um informational videos inspirational all you know just all types of videos uh like that my clothing company is live to create clothing.com go on there see you know to see what i have i'm going to be rolling out some new stuff in the fall slash winter um let's see what else i have uh working on my website which is going to be jkellycreates.com so hopefully have that finished up soon i'm going to be taking some trips to dallas going to some trading things meeting some people out there and along with just networking and you know just really trying to like like you said um increase the following uh push the brand mm -hmm. grow the audience and mm. things like that so you know i'm just about being positive yeah changing people's mindsets and getting them thinking a different way other than what the norm is yeah you know and and, and just helping people i was telling so, uh, my sister today I said I just want to help people yeah to the point where sometimes I have to realize man not everybody wants to be helped that's true I want to help them but they have to want help that's right so yeah. I gotta you know and that's one of my biggest falses I'm like man I want to help you do this I want to help you learn this yeah. but you don't really have the desire yeah and that's <laughs> hard when you have that that spirit when you have that heart when you have that giving spirit because it's like you wanna, if you see things going great in your life and things that you've been able to kind of plan and put together work for you, mm -hmm. you automatically wanna see other people, mm -hmm. see see things work for them too. And you know, that's that's kind of a hard pill to swallow uh, when everybody isn't really on board. Right. But you know, the ones who are ready, um, they're gonna be ready, you know? Yeah. And you just gotta be okay with not reaching everybody. Right, you know? right. And that's tough, but you know, the good thing is, is a lot of times the positive and the good that you do is going to far outweigh anything else, mm -hmm. you know? So I just encourage you to keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. I love it. I'm excited for you and your family. I can't wait to see you, you know, balling out in West Africa. You know what I'm saying? Uh, listen, listen, I plan on taking a trip next yeah. next year. I plan on making it to Africa. That's my it. goal. 2020, I'm going to Africa. Love so it. I already told my wife, I said, listen, we going to Africa. We got to go to Jamaica yeah. for our 10-year uh, reunion because she's Jamaican and she wants to do our whole 10-year um, anniversary thing there. So I'm like, that's fine. I like Jamaica too. Love but Jamaica. but we got to go to Africa. Yeah, I mean, gotta we got to go. Got to do it. So yeah, we'll, we'll definitely be making I that trip it, next man. year. The but... motherland is suck you in, man. I'll be there yeah. next month. I'll be in Rwanda for for a couple of weeks. I'm doing some content out there and doing some physical mm -hmm. therapy work out there. What's your favorite country in Africa? Where, where you like to go the <gasps> well, most? Well, I've, I've only... I've been to Nigeria probably five or six times. I've been to mm. Ghana, been to Uganda. Mm. Um, I accidentally was in Rwanda for like 36 hours. That's a whole oh. other story. Mm -hmm. um, so I've only been to four countries in Africa. Okay. I would probably have to say, um, you know, I really, I really like Ghana a lot. Okay, Ghana. It's funny. I got a Ghana stuff I know, today. I saw that, that. that just, that just happened. <laughs> but, um, but you know, Nigeria definitely has my heart. You know, um, you know, culturally, you know, I'm I'm learning one of the languages in Nigeria right now. So, mm. um, I'm so I'm connected in a different way. Okay. Um, just kind of spiritually and culturally with um, particularly Southwest Nigeria. Thanks so much for vibing with me on TT Talks. Thank you, Jonathan Kelly. Keep doing what you're doing. As I promised in the show, I said I'd play a song of Jonathan, so here's a tune from way back in his J. Kelly days, Grind Now, featuring Jocelyn Hart. Get back to the grind. 
Back on the grind, hustle for every dime. This is for all the times they told me I wouldn't shine, but I made up my mind. Knew that I'd do it when times got hard. I still got through it. Uh, so optimistic, finish line in my vision, pushing it to the limit. My goal is being consistent. Never stop dreaming, never stop wishing. Always knew I'd make a difference if I got people to listen. Now I move with aggression, stopping me isn't happening. No one could match my confidence, plus I'm way more passionate. Working like savages, hustle. So hard is the motto. We never promise tomorrow, so we ball and pop bottles. Hey. Celebration in life, celebrate a success. Future brighter than ever, and I know that I'm blessed. Nobody said that it was easy and it wouldn't be a test. I put the work in now because I wanna be the so best. I'm a grind now to ball later. Life ain't fair, plus the world don't love you. Sacrificed it all for my future endeavors. What's the point of change if you ain't trying to get better? Think about it. Uh, how you ballin' before you get the dope? Talking about you, Louis Vuitton from head to toe. I got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. I don't ever waste time, cause I'm always on the grind. What's up? I'll be ballin' out, not really worried about the cares of the world. Because I would have paid my dues a long time ago I'll be riding round with my top down I'm feeling so free I got nothing worrying me So I'm a grind now to ball money waiting on me and I can't afford to let it slip away no I got bills to pay work hard to make away my success is depending on me so I'm a grind now to ball later Look, what am I waiting for? The hustle you can't ignore. If you ain't by getting money, you might as well hit the door. Working for future status so I can live nice and lavish. Always keep God and family first. That's what really matters. I gotta pay the bills, plus my son gotta live. If you don't work, you don't eat. That's how we do it at my crib. If I'm a ball, then I'ma do it for a purpose. When I get to where I'm going, it's gonna all be so worth I'm it. Future shot.